Good morning. The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. So, Matapelo is the operations officer at Schoolnet South Africa, and last week they hosted a dialogue and a conversation about how and whether education practitioners can balance play and technology. And I think this is an interesting conversation given that next week sees Africa Tech taking place in Cape Town and a lot of those conversations are going to be around the role of technology on the continent, in South Africa, in the SADC region and much, much more. Matapelo, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. Thank you for having us. Uh, I hope you're having a beautiful morning. Well, it certainly has started out quite beautifully, for sure. Matapelo, let's talk about the concept of play and technology. I mean, we've spoken about play here on this show often, how important it is, the role of it uh, with young people. But how does one address that in the space of technology? Um, I think if you look at it, if you look at it from the perspective of the buzzword that's currently going going around in South Africa, where we're talking about uh, including coding um, as one of our subjects, yeah. um, you know, when you look at uh, in the different ways in which we can code from like an elementary level, yeah. where we're using Scratch um, or the Minecraft, you know. Um, when you, uh, that encourages the, the 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 some of the essential skills that are required um, within within the schooling environment, and I think beyond the schooling environment, when we look at the world of work, yeah. um, essential skills such as uh, critical thinking, um, the opportunity to collaborate using um, technology, so it brings in some of those elements and infuses uh, those elements whilst the learners are actually. Matapelo? Okay, no? Matapelo, sorry, we seem to have lost you there. I'm, I'm hoping that you can maybe uh, stand still or you might be moving around, um, but if you can stay in one area so we can see if that works a bit better. Can you hear us now? I can hear you. Uh, the line seems to be breaking a bit. Yeah, I, I think I think that may be your line as well, Matapelo. So let's, uh, if you can, just stay still and let's hope uh, that we can we can work with it. So, what were some of the conversations that took place at the um, Schoolnet South Africa uh, dialogue and conversation? I think the the the, the main conversation was around how uh, play encourages some of the uh, uh, essential skills that are required by the world of work, right? Yeah. And here we're talking about um, critical thinking skills, um, the skills around being creative. And some of these skills are skills that, uh, you know, children develop whilst they're not actually consciously thinking about developing them. But over time, you realize that the more you play, there's these skills that are being developed. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the day, these are skills that you actually do need within a schooling environment in how you process the, 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 the content that you're being taught in, in, in school. Um, we also looked at how, uh, in most instances, um, teachers will think that uh, technology will be the, the pill to uh, the learner results and not having a deeper understanding that, you know, technology is a tool. So it's a means to an end. It's not 
uh, that when you have got technology in place, your learners will automatically always uh, know the content that you're teaching or know it in the manner that uh, that that you, you expect them to. But what technology does very well is that it, it, it creates an environment where you're not limited as a teacher. You are able to call in experts whilst you're teaching who can talk in depth uh, and, and, and in practical about the work that they do and how and and that helps learners to relate to this is why i'm learning this content because at the end of the day this is what i want to become and it will help me so it it becomes very uh, relatable and relevant to them um also looking at how you know learners are able to collaborate i think uh with covid that hit us uh, not so long ago we realized that with through technology, we were able to work from which, whichever spaces we found ourselves in. So being able to collaborate uh, uh, even in a, in, a, in a virtual space, you know, and not be limited by, <clears throat> by being, phys- being, being physical in a space or, or you know, by, uh, by, by, by just not, uh, 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 um, yeah, being, being, in a, being, being together physically. Matapelin, I just want to I just want to ask you something about this. So I look at the list of people who spoke at this um, conversation or dialogue. Did you have government involved? I mean, the reason I ask is that it feels to me as that we have endless conversations and dialogues, and yet we don't see an outcome or a practice or a practical taking place. And the only way that can happen is when you have public-private civil society or third sector partnerships. Yeah, so so uh, we did have um, Prof. Sarah Grevitt as yeah. part of the panelists. And uh, she is a professor in education of university in Johannesburg, but is very instrumental in, in within the DBE, um, particularly when it comes to um, uh, topics such as this. Mm. So she was there, and uh, I think her inputs were very valuable and instrumental. Uh, because she 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 spoke about some of the structures that are in place currently that can be used to actually encourage the use of play during teaching and learning, and I think there's um, a, a frameworks that speak to that, and she just brought to the fore some of those uh, during the dialogue. And are we going to see this being put and into practice, particularly in the training of teachers? I imagine. Uh, th- that school net's major role uh, within within um, within teacher development and mm. training. Our core focus is that we, we when we do training, we 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 uh, we, we we consider in depth uh, the use of different methods for teaching and learning. And what's nice is that we demonstrate practically how the teachers can then go into the classroom Brilliant. and use play. Um, during mm-hmm. their lessons yeah. and not be limited by what the content says and how it structures. But there's a great use of, of, of technology during our, our training, plus the different methods that can be used, using technology and sometimes not using te- technology because sure. I think sometimes teachers think that if you don't have technology, then it's a limitation because you don't have resources. But uh, one of the panelists, Mr. Masinia, who was there, was also talking about using, you know, resources that we think are rubbish uh, that are around us and you and, and creating some some toys from those and then using those within the classroom so that learners uh, can can learn in a more 
playful manner. You know, it reminds me of that, um, what was it, uh, knit for coding or coding for knitting or something, where they used knitting as a means to teach uh, young people how to code because, of course, uh, knitting is a 010101 process. Yeah, yeah. And I think that more and more and more we need to start looking at ways that one can, as you say, pull in from what is around us as opposed to simply what may be five steps away from us because of other challenges. That's exactly it. Um, I think what's, 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 what's key and what we try to bring in during our training is that teachers need to be creative, right? And in order for them to, cre- to teach these learners uh, elements around creativity, it's got to be something that's already within them. And then they are able to then uh, share those skills with the learners. So as far as possible, um, teachers use and need to be creative and use whatever resources that they mm. have at their disposal to, to teach. Um, and within our training, what we, we, do, we do is we go into schools and look at what uh, infrastructure the school has. Then we use exactly that. We don't look for external resources. We look at the, the minimal that you have because sometimes we think it's minimal. But when you look uh, in depth, you realize that there's so much more that you, you can do. I mean, when you look at yourself, for instance, when you buy a cell phone, it's got tons of tools. Um, half the time, we don't use a quarter of those tools, yeah. right? Um, it's the same as our, it's the same as our brain, more. actually. Exactly. Um, so we, don't we use, use just brain. a fraction. Yeah. Uh, whereas in reality, there's so much more one is able to achieve through using these tools. So it's opening um, our eyes to what can this how 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 effectively can this help us so that we are more efficient so that we we, we are more playful because i think when you look at a toddler growing up for instance i've got a two-year-old at home um and all they do is play but the amount of growth that happens during that period is just amazing um and the older you grow you do away with playing which is fundamental to our growth um then we we sort of feel like you know we're in routine mode because we're not challenged enough um and that comes through play you know Mm. Uh, and the skills that we develop then are fundamental for us to be in the in, in the work world of work um maybe to extend this conversation when you look at a learner who's completed um, their degree from university because the system is so structured they come in there's such a big disjoint from uh, moving uh, from the from from university into the world of work it's almost like they have to relearn everything that they've learned because then then they realize that there are fundamental skills that they need in order to function and be as best productive within the world of work um, and those skills are lost along the the, the schooling period right because um, you know some of this, the the critical or the essential skills are developed based through play um, and because the system then becomes so structured, we've got to learn the content, learn the content, learn the content. And even how we assess, it's about assessing the content. But we're never given the opportunity to say, right, uh, here's a challenge, figure it out. And look at the skills that you can develop whilst you're figuring out this challenge, right? Yeah. Even if you're using the content, but what's important at the end of the day is that we need to be developing uh, bodies that are going to be, um, you know, instrumental within the economy. And in order for us to have that, 
is to have them thinking out of the box constantly. We, 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 we faced with this on a daily basis in the world of work. But for some reason, when we look at the schooling environment, the focus is totally on the content. We then get assessed in the content, um, which we only use a small fraction of within the world of work in a practical sense. Seems um, to me we, are, we're going to have to leave it there. We're going to have to leave it there, Matapelo. But uh, I do think uh, the, the, the critical thing around that is play and curiosity. And if we can drive that, I'm thinking of the Alvin Toffler quote, the illiterate of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read and write, but those who cannot learn, unlearn and relearn. Learn, unlearn and relearn. Uh, it certainly seems like a positive way to go into the future. Matapelo Tipe is the operations officer at Schoolnet South Africa. They're advocating for different learning approaches using digital tools and resources, but focusing specifically on play and curiosity. 727.